bitch bad and bullshit. Welcome to the Bad and Bitchy Podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Amy. And this is Amy's last... Last, mi- real last. <laughs> misogynist of the week. For now. Um, if you've listened to our regular episode, you'll know that she is leaving us. Peace out, bitches. <laughs> for, uh, for actually some self-care, I would say. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's, it's know. hard to juggle. We just... We're not going to make you explain this. No, again. no. Yeah. I just think, and and I feel like it's. Uh, I don't know. I, I think sometimes it's easier to just keep doing something than to admit that you can't do it. Yeah, so I it's feel, a great admission. Okay, to be honest. I feel better. Good. Just knowing my boundaries, so it's good. Good. Uh, so our misogynist of the week today is dun, 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 dun. Sean King. That's right. Your favorite. We're not sure what's up with him. Um, we're not even sure if he's a Black Lives Matter activist, activist. Yeah, he seems to be whatever the thing of the day is. Yeah. So um, I think this is a very important one, uh, especially since this man gets more and more notoriety, especially mm-hmm. amongst white people. He is white progressives favorite. Um, he's yep. really targeted that market and, uh, yeah, white, it's white people who, who, who retweet him all the time. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, why? Yeah. And I, I mean, I guess to be fair, it's not just what it's mostly white people. It's mostly his white bread people. and bread are definitely white people. Yeah. I think there are a lot of folks too, who are well-meaning, who want to tap into some of the activism, black activism that's happening. And he's so visible that they think they're aligning with him, like that he's getting an award from Rihanna or got an award from Rihanna. I, that this is, um, this is the one thing I'm like, girl, what are you doing? And you would think like Rihanna would know, no, yeah. but like I could see how she's kind of in a bubble and maybe doesn't yeah. know what actually he's yeah. all about. Right. Like right. he has a certain celebrity, like celebrity about him. Yeah. Um, that if you're not tapped into other things going on, like you could totally, totally miss how fucked up he is and why he's not genuinely who he says he is. And I don't mean that he's probably white because that's the internet rumor, but I mean, legitimately that's his, where I'm starting. By the way. Politics <laughs> might not be really his politics is what I mean yeah. by that. But yeah, now, kick it off. Kick it off. I am not one to uh, question, especially, especially pass passing people. Um, I don't like to, interrogate people's blackness mm-hmm. um i like to interrogate i mean in terms of 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 ge- genealogy that's basically what i'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah yeah uh in terms of blackness as you know a way of life um uh you know i always say that you you know being black in a skin tone doesn't only matters so much like your community has to you have to be in with the community and so that's how I more critique black. Um, so it was conservative. In other words, it was the right wing that kind of started off questioning his biracial background. He says his mom's white and his dad's black. I'm just, listen, I am not, I have cousins that look like Sean King. So I personally am not going to critique him, yeah. phys, his physiology or his biology or anything like that. 
his genealogy yeah. or anything like that because um and i'm not going to play into that right wing bullshit exactly because if we start letting the right wing tell us who black is mm-hmm. we're really fucked mm-hmm. okay so anyway there was a controversy uh milo yannanopoulos who is broke and has no job now so <laughs> that should tell you how a lot's changed yeah, years, I know. yeah. <laughs> this was back in 2015 so he wrote in breitbart that King was not black or biracial. Um, he's rejected that. Fine. Good. I just want to note that, that that's where we started mm-hmm. with Sean King. That's how I got to know Sean King anyway. Now, he is usually um, ex- explained to people as a black as a Black Lives Matter activist. I'm not even sure that's true. I have highly m- doubtful. It's highly doubtful. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's one lie. So another one is my main concern with him is that he tends to raise money and then it just goes nowhere. Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't pay his um, staff or, you know, the people that he recruits for these campaigns. And most of them are black women. Well, he, there's some massage noir that I'm not like in Sean King that I'm not here for. But carry on. Well, I was just going to say, I think we should maybe back up and talk about why we're choosing him this week because he's done yet another thing. So, I mean, okay, so Sean King's like, if you don't know who Sean King is, he's kind of like an internet activist. We look, we don't live in the States, so we don't know what he's like on the ground. But typically, he's, his thing is he's visible online. Yeah. He does punditry on different whatever. Um, you know, he'll any interview he'll do. So he's kind of become the face of a like black activist movement. But no one really knows how he got there and what his history is. And a lot of people refer to him now as a charlatan mm-hmm. that he's sort of like makes up a lot of the stuff. He creates organizations every day. He's created a new organization, runs them, like, you know, pushes on fundraising, great fundraiser, and then the money's not really accounted for. People don't get paid. He disappears, and then he's starting the next project. So this week, um, for example, this is, I think, very illustrative. So this week, there was um, someone uh, facing death row. Um, Sean King got involved in trying to... in Alabama. Yeah, yeah. trying to get him, um, uh, I guess, sort of, par- like, n- maybe not pardoned, but at least, like, delay um, uh, his murder um, by the state. But he was unsuccessful. So Sean King writes, posts, does his Facebook post and writes... Hey, my friends, I hope you're doing well. I want to thank you all for your support. The past 24 hours have been brutal. A young man we were fighting to save from death row named Nate Woods was executed last night. I only joined the team to save him this past weekend and just ran out of time. I'm crushed. On this past Monday, I was supposed to begin a massive publicity campaign for my new book, Make Change, that comes out April 21st. Oh, fuck. But I forgot I del- he has a book. That's the whole thing. <laughs> but I delayed the campaign to help try to save Nate. It would mean the world to me. Mean the world to me is in cap locks. If you would pre-order a copy, 
Our goal is to have 30,000 people pre-order the book before it releases. And that's going to literally take everything I've got. But I hope you can give me a head start. Never in my life have I sold books or t-shirts or anything like this. But I want you to know something. I poured my heart and soul into this book. And I'm brutally honest about my successes and failures. I share every lesson. I traveled to 46 states studying how change is actually done. And he like goes on to write... Right now, if you pre-order the book, I have over $400 in bonus materials just for you if you pre-order. It's like a fucking infomercial. He speaks like white people. It's like, like no, a no, no. fucking infomercial. No, no, no. Listen, he speaks like... Um, like, like the NDP when they're trying to make money from you at the end of the year <laughs> cycle. <laughs> I think I missed two calls I, from I the was, NDP fundraising. I was going to say like, you know, it's very goop-like. Well, it's Almost. very struck. It's like an institution. Yeah. Reaching out like, to like, you. Think about it. Like, oh, I tried so hard. That's like, like, that's something that, that I find that white people put a yeah. lot. Like when I say white people, I mean, I, I'm specifically thinking of Annie. Okay. Or, or Becky or whatever on her perfectly quaffed Instagram, who is selling you some planner or something and or some you know like jade egg and she's like i tried so hard to get all of this out for you yeah i you mean and, but it, it's just it's just so Carry like, on. this is probably the most naked version of how um he it's all about him at the end of the day but here he, he's saying it like almost with no filter or pretense to use like nate wood's death in this way is just so repugnant but um, and, and completely lacking in self-awareness. And of course, he's defended it by saying, well, I, I don't need the money from the book. I've already been paid. Well, you got paid in advance. We know how books work. Like, yeah. you know, it's just like he's kind of covering it up now. But uh, this isn't new. So I think we just wanted to highlight for folks, if you're out there still retweeting Sean King, you don't know his history. This is none of this is new. Um, for years now, years, black women especially have been talking out about, um, speaking out rather about how um, he runs this sort of what he runs his organizations, not paying people, whatever else. There is also a number of women who've come forward saying that um, their sons had either been killed or um, harmed by police and Sean reached out to them and asked for to represent their kids in terms of doing advocacy for them. Yeah. And um, he used their kids images. And there's like 15 black moms online who've like been identified like mm. on to like challenge him. And he uses their kids images in ways that they didn't approve of, didn't consent to like right. fundraise for his organizations, not right. even for them. Right. And then when the mothers reach out and tell him, hey, this isn't cool, uh, he's blocked them and stop talking to them. And they yeah. all the fundraising goes to his organizations and his organizations have like terrible accountability. Well, the there was this whole financial uh, mismanagement scandal probably about like 2017 mm -hmm. or 2018 where um you know, people were asking him, hey, he had raised all this money, ra um, reached out to other activists or whatever, said, hey, come work on this project with me. They were never paid. They the money, nobody knows where it went. Mm -hmm. And when activists then black female activists specifically yeah, and queer activists and queer activists specifically came at, like asked him 
to be accountable for that money. He yeah. engaged in this campaign of intimidation and bullying. Yeah, and, and hiring legal, legal counsel, counsel. sending cease and desist letters, right. making threats. For Twitter, for tweets. Yeah. And um, really, you know, really doubled down on protecting his... Um, his image at mm-hmm. the expense of other people's reputations. Mm-hmm. And I remember when him and Clarissa Brooks got yeah. into it and then D. Ray McKesson, who um, like actually got arrested in Baton Rouge, mm-hmm. uh, who has been on the ground, who has a podcast yeah. with Pod Save the, the, the World. world. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, came out and wrote a Medium article as to why, you know, people are questioning the as to why people are asking questions and 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 what he's done in response he has been nothing but a snake oil salesman mm-hmm. um there's so many people that he's mishandled funds for yeah um jasmine barnes Santoya brown like he Centoya was brown yeah, I remember, that yes, was, yeah that was the big it's, one yeah there it's like a lot of some high profile cases some cases you might not know of but he is out there and fundraising at one point he tried to fundraise a hundred thousand dollars for jasmine barnes killer like for yeah. tip anyone who has tips on her her killers right and then ended up kind of being very cozy with the police and instead of following through on the lead that a white man had killed her he there were two black men that were identified and he sort of of like made it out that they were the ones who had killed her and there's a lot of um uh, i don't want to sound too conspiratorial but like there's a lot of reason to believe that they weren't the people who killed her yeah. that they were falsely accused in the end um so it's like crazy shit that he's done holy like, shit I, I shouldn't say crazy but it's kind of ableist but like he's done things that have harmed people in significant ways right not even just like he was insulting or maybe he made a maybe he was putting himself forward as a spokesperson for an organization he wasn't a part of like yes he did that but he also literally put people in harm's way wow yeah okay yeah it's it's, it's worse dangerous than I and going and and yeah i mean ruining the lives of the families of these people yeah um it's disgusting yeah it's so it's like so reprehensible and didn't he i i got the sense that he so-called quote-unquote raised that money but maybe that money was from the police in terms of uh, tips that he offered there's all sorts of money he claims to have raised like there's a million dollars for haiti disaster relief in 2010 but no one knows where it is like you know he claims he's raised certain money and then there's money that people know he raised but they don't know where it went right um you know there's um there's so much that's written about this there's a daily beast article um from 25 going back all the way to 2015 where did all the money sean king raised for black lives go um and again like it's not super clear he became a visible voice but he wasn't on the ground no one knew um he collected a million dollars for everyone from haitian for everyone from haitian orphans to black families killed by police and again like there's no not enough of a people trail to like account for what happened and how those funds were used He's created so many new, new organizations and it's probably fair to say that they're all shells and covers for one another. Mm-hmm. Um, just justice, justice together, da, 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 da. Like, woke folks. Woke folks. I remember that because I thought it was corny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hope mob. Yeah. So super, super dodgy stuff. Um, and, it's, and like it's, it's, it's definitely massage and water that none of this stuff sticks to him. Yeah. 
because no one's giving weight to and I mean like there's a Daily Caller piece there's a Washington Post piece like there's the the disputes that are happening have been publicized with no real repercussion kind of falling back on him whatsoever so why do you think that he's so successful with white progressives especially I mean I don't know what do you think okay so um I I I really do think that he really does use his skin tone without using his without like his that he's comfortable and can navigate white spaces and yes yeah yes but he's part of a black activist yeah so it makes white people feel comfortable because he can navigate like I said he could he could speak in their language he can navigate their spaces and they're like oh yay I don't have to do any work and actually find these voices and I'm getting my my diet of like of like you know injustice porn and so Mm -hmm. you know I'm good Mm -hmm. you know I'm a good white person because I retweet Sean King who looks like a couple of shades lighter, uh, darker than me. Mm-hmm. You know, there is that colorism there that I don't think has been talked about enough. And I think that that's what makes white people, partially what makes white people feel comfortable with him. Yeah. And I mean... Because they're not, they're not retweeting D. Yeah. D. Ray McKesson, I could tell you that. Yeah, not in the same way. Although he, ha- he has also a very good platform now. But yeah. but I think, yeah, I think King's whole... Um, or Elisa Gar- Garcia. Right. It's also like the way he speaks, the way he like positions himself, the rhetoric that he uses is always like hope, hopeful, hope informed. Yeah. He's not anti-police. Yeah. He works with police. I think that makes people more comfortable, people yes. in power comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, he's not like he's not radical. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Yes. He's very much like middle of the road. You know, people have seen injustice and we should all come together and help them instead of like calling out why that injustice necessarily happens in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it, it's kind of like, it's easy. It's, it's a charity. So it's easy to get behind as opposed to like a revolutionary kind of perspective that other fo- like the, the real black lives matter rhetoric was about. Yeah. Um, in a good way. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, he and he's prolific, like he, he he inserts himself everywhere. Yeah. And the part of that is he gets accepted everywhere and he like people refer him and like, you know, I'm sure every producer has his name on a list. Right. Yeah. But like um, he also inserts it. He takes space. Yeah. He ought to know he's taking up space, but he doesn't. So creating the organizations, blogging, being a blogger and writer contributor to all these different sites Um like the more you put out there, the more you become the go-to person for right. any one of these things. And yeah. he's, he's, he is that guy. He is. He is that guy. And you're right. He doesn't, no one he, else has the space and platform that he has to the degree that he has it. Agreed. And you know, I was, first of all, you know, you mentioned Rihanna, which I was like, Oh no, Riri, no. And then I think she just doesn't know. No, like, I, I think I agree someone needs you. to like pull her aside. And, and and there is like there's an open letter to Rihanna. Like, yeah. Rihanna, I love you, but like, yeah. you don't know this. But yeah, he, this is why we don't fuck with this guy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then uh, I think uh, what well, it was Bernie who did the forward to his book. Yeah. And and Sean King is a I don't know if he's a formal surrogate, but again, he definitely like 
plays up the Bernie yes, he does. Um, role. And so he's publicly a spokesperson in some way for Bernie. Yeah. That's right. Which is unfortunate. Like really fucked. Someone definitely should take Bernie aside and tell him we don't fuck with Sean King anymore. So it, 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 you know, one of the things that I've been thinking about are gatekeepers to our communities, you know, respectively. Right. And so and how those, you know, certain people of our communities set themselves up as gatekeepers to power and vice mm-hmm. versa. And, you know, for power, they're gatekeepers to us what those people look like, what their makeup is. Um, And it always comes down to the ability to navigate white spaces in a way that does not trouble white people. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, yes, you could talk about, you could talk about, you can't talk about racism, but let's call it anti-bias, you know, kind of thing. We can't talk about misogyny. Let's call it gender diversity. We can't talk about the real issues, so let's cloak it in these very um, non-threatening, uh, really innocuous phrases. And I feel like Sean King is one big innocuous phrase for mm-hmm. like for for white people to feel good about themselves because they always center themselves um, in terms of their knowledge of there's also like i feel a white gaze going on too right and it's like white people looking over the fence like with this guy kind of doing this beggar vance dance right. um into so-called the bad areas into the ghetto so to speak mm-hmm. um and you know you know having him navigate them makes them feel safer right And so what is brilliant about him, and I will give him kudos for this, is that he's figured that shit out and he's figured out how to monetize that shit. Unfortunately, like most, you know, people who who just take um, and who are selfish, he will shit all over everybody else who gets in his way, Mm -hmm. period. Yeah. If you are yeah. not the fact putting, that he's, yeah, the, he reacts in such a litigious yes. way is also like very troubling. It is very troubling. So you're using he's protecting his own. Um, I mean, he's protecting himself. Like, and I think the, his threats were like, "You're being defamatory." Like, anytime someone leans on defamation, yeah, it's because their calculation of their personal brand is greater than what they think your freedom to talk and right. like critique them is. Yeah. And anytime someone reacts that way in a it. movement, you got to worry about yeah. what they're protecting. That's they're protecting great- themselves before they're protecting like the discourse and yeah. the yeah, community. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And, you know, to be, I mean, and he blocks people and he'll shut people out. Former staff that he hasn't paid again, like m- mothers of kids he's advocating for like that's. Yeah. Because he's decided that it costs me less to shut you out and take the risk that you who have no agency can fight back than for me to engage with you and actually try to resolve this. And the greater the greater exposure he gets is the greater that power differential yeah. between is. him and between that, yeah, him totally, yeah. and the people who he's are calling helping. him out. Yeah. yeah. And the yeah. people he's so called helping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's one and the same. The yeah, people yeah, calling yeah. him out are the people he yeah. alleges to have yeah. helped. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So in other words, you know, I I think we really need to like think about media platforms and power. And the fact is, is that Sean King 
has and I I I, I think yeah I think, I think doc- right. like not docked but I think he's actually like put these people's names on blast and he has like three million followers across platforms. Oh yeah, like that in itself is um is a move to protect himself and to protect his power. There were so many funny things. I'm just like, I, I had read this before in the Medium article by DeRay McKesson. It's uh-huh. really good. It's, it's got, it's broken down. It's well researched. There's people have so many receipts, but I just flipped through one that just kind of made me laugh. Uh-huh. And I think it just kind of shows you there's something pathological about Sean King. But in 2011, this is just funny fodder. 2011, Sean began raising money to climb seven mountains and quit after four days. <laughs> <laughs> there's a substantive thread on this. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God, so funny. Um, there's something fucked up about what this guy's doing. Yeah. Yeah. The, and like he has not made an honest dollar in his life. Not that anyone really can under capitalism, but this guy is <laughs> exploiting people <laughs> to an unreasonable degree. Yes, it is pure exploitation. And, you know, I, I I've really disengaged with him for a while because I was like, oh, you're, oh, you're stiffing black women? No, bye. <laughs> you know, but it just goes to show. Um, I have to wonder about some people's, like, I guess, um, uh, social media consumption habits in terms of who they follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you, there's so many people out there. Mm-hmm. You don't need a Sean King to no. figure out what the fuck is going on. I think it's just a shorthand. Like people like Sean King are um, a shorthand for you feeling like you're actually connected. You have to follow. You can follow one person and then pat yourself on the back forever that you know what's happening in the black. Like that's I think what he does for white people. I yeah. think you've already said something to that effect. But like that's really all it comes down to. And it may it's not just white people. I think a lot of folks who may be well-meaning wanting to start out in the activist community whatever 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 think like oh look like this is a visible and there's a there's others it's not just sean king's the worst example of it yeah there are other people who kind of like all they they're not a, they're not actually part of any community mm-hmm. all they do it, they're just really good at tweeting about it yeah and they've amassed a following yeah. and they like they say all the right things and they've got all the viral tweets, but yeah. you look past that and there's nothing else there. I think we got to, anytime you're consuming any sort of media, especially on social media, yeah. you got to ask yourself, like, who are these people and am I really tapped in? And if you're trying to contribute your time and energy and and obviously donations, like that's Sean King's things, donations. Think about, like, look at who you're giving the money to, who's funding the GoFundMe. Like, he's he ran, he ran so many of these donation sites and, like, Folks want to feel good and they want to give money and they don't think twice. Well, you have to do your homework. You have yeah. to make sure your your money is actually going to the people that need it. And like, think about that a little bit longer and think about. But you got to ask yourself who you're really supporting. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. Like, why are you following Sean King talk about Black Lives Matter instead of Black Lives Matter founders? Because people don't know. Like that, like it, it takes like I mean, it takes five more minutes of research to really figure it out. But people don't know, and so when sure. someone sells themselves as being part of Black Lives Matter, and you have no idea, and you're here in Canada, and you're like, I just want to do something nice. But guess what? It's uh, lazy. It's just it's, it's, it's just, totally it's lazy. just lazy. Like it it's yeah. it's the word. I hate the idea of clickbait activism because I yeah. think it's fucked. And I think most people 
that's not what they want to do and they get caught in doing that but that's obviously not their intention right and so like i'm i being very generous and i'm sincerely being generous because i think people want to do something and they just don't know how right they don't know how and people like sean king exploit that true true um but if all you if if you could just take another 10 15 30 minutes to research who's really involved and like dig deeper then you you know you can actually connect with the people doing the real work often black women on the ground i mean you know I mean, black Black Lives Matter here and and in the states and everywhere else. Most of the chapters or co-founders are started and run by black women. Exactly. And yet, Chong King's the mouthpiece for for you know black lives. If you ask CNN, if you ask like all these other talk panels, which is that its have own on, misogyny by the no, way. No, no, for sure, it totally is. Yeah, but but like because even yep, D Ray was yeah. like, um. Yeah, you may want to talk to like there are black women yeah. who and yeah. black queer. This is the other thing. Black queer leadership mm-hmm. is so undervalued. Mm-hmm. That was the best part of uh, Desmond Cole's book. Yeah, I, I haven't finished it, so I can only say it's the best part so far, I guess. Um, but but and I knew some of this um, already because I w- was following it. But he did a, a chapter on. Uh, Black Lives Matter at Pride in Toronto and so I knew some of it the stuff I didn't know that was awesome was all the history the groups that predated that that were doing that work Pussy Palace amazing like history and and just like but completely overlooked completely and of course we know what happened when Black Lives Matter Toronto disrupted Pride Parade everyone said why are you you're taking space away from queer people and you're like well wait a second, like, there are queer people, there are queer black women, like, we're part of, we started this fucking movement, we the started fact Pride. That they couldn't figure out that queer people yeah. are also black, yeah. it says everything yeah. about the level of understanding in this country. Yeah. And, uh, you know, why are you taking space away from queer people? I'm like, how are they taking space away from queer? They are well, queer they're people. doing their black thing, yeah. you know, yeah. in a queer, pl- and I'm just like, how are those two different? Yeah. Like, I, I don't, so, I, anyway. Everyone has to read Desmond's book. It's, yes. It's brilliant. But, uh, yeah. to your point, I think we, we overlook, um, because of, uh, you know, um, misogynoir, like, the contributions of black women. Yeah. All the time. And all it's, the it's time. just, like, another great example of that. And it's worse when we have somebody, I'm just going to assume he's black, uh, you know, somebody else like that um, exploiting us. Actually... The second, I think it was the second last chapter. I don't know. I think it was when um, I didn't get that far. No, no, no. <laughs> wait, wait. I'm just gonna. I'm giving to give you a preview. So Desmond gets into this whole gatekeeping thing within mm. the black community when mm-hmm. he talks about the federal, yeah, the you know, yeah, the federation, black federation, of yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes way federation into it, black Canadians, yeah. which I was so excited yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, so. That's it for misogynist of the week. Catch us on social. Email us. Do unfollow what you do. Sean King while you're Un- at it. Unfollow Sean King. And let me tell you something. If somebody on my timeline retweets Mm-mm. Sean King, Mm-mm. you're getting dropped. Mm-mm. Okay, bye. That's it's all tell, I'm it's saying. It's a tell now. Now it's a tell. Now I'm you, just you like, know you've been warned. You've been warned. You get a week to unfollow after that. We're unfollowing you. Yeah, basically. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I don't want to see that shit on my timeline. Yeah, actually, I've already done that. You can mute to be him. honest. You can mute him too. That's true. To be honest, I kind of already did that, so I feel like my timeline's already clean. Yeah. <laughs>
All right. So, Amy, thank you for joining us today. A pleasure as always. And uh, we will see you on the comeback. Absolutely. All right. Bye. Bye. Yay. My bitch is bad and bullshit.